Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from our Facebook group where a listener wrote in to say, I have three boys, almost seven, almost four, almost three. I've tried to do the rose, thorn, and bud reflection at dinner to get even the tiniest glimpse into my almost seven-year-old's day. And he constantly responds with either, I don't know, or so many things I can't even begin to tell you. When I say, well, pick one, he'll just shrug and say, I don't know, or he'll stay silent. So we'll sit in the silence in order to give him time to think, but then he'll move on to a different topic, something he's obsessed with and nothing related to what we've been talking about. I've often said things like, well, I'd love to know when you think of that one thing, or I've encouraged him to take his time, but we get nothing. At the end of the last year, I discovered my son was fighting with another boy and that they were no longer friends. I thought they were still buddies. And it turns out all the other moms knew because their kids had talked about this beef. And I feel like if my kid would open up, maybe this would have come to my attention. I feel sad and frustrated. How do I get him to talk? Well, the very short answer is that some kids are more into talking about their days than others. And while there are some things you can do about this, there are kids who are going to open up and kids who are always going to be a little less of an open book. And that's okay. Not everybody draws the same comfort from talking about these things and unpacking them in that way. Not all kids have the same need to do that. And I think we have to meet our kids where they are, even as we continue to encourage them to share. So let's talk about some of the things that you're working on. You're sitting in the silence. That's great. But if it starts to feel, I'm not saying it does, but if it's starting to feel like, well, we're going to sit here until you answer, you're not going to get up until you finish everything that's on your plate and until you tell me your rose and bud and thorn, that's going to be counterproductive. If that's not working, if sitting in the silence isn't helping him open up, but is just reinforcing and making him dig in that he's not going to say anything, then it's probably time for a new tactic. Rose and, and thorn and bud, just in case people listening don't know what this is, it's when you go around the table and everybody says a rose, something good about their day, a thorn, something disappointing and a bud, something that you're looking forward to that hasn't happened yet. So another thing you could do, and I bet you're doing this already, is to model this behavior to go first. But again, if the rose and thorn and bud thing isn't speaking to your kids, there are other approaches. One that I would suggest is table topics. I'll put a link in the show notes. They're available on Amazon. They are worth their weight in gold. Just little cards that you can have on the table. They're for grownups. They're for dates. They're for dinner parties. And they have one for kids. The kids table topic is something like what would be a really cool flavor of toothpaste that doesn't exist yet? And then your kids can talk about that. Now, do you want to talk about a really cool flavor of toothpaste? Not really, 
but it's the behavior that you're trying to encourage, getting them to talk about what they want to talk about. Which brings me to another point. You're saying that you're asking your kid to tell me about his day and he doesn't want to do that, but then he does go off on something that he does want to talk about, which is something he's obsessed with, not so interesting to you. You're trying to get him to tell you what happened in school that day and he wants to talk about Roblox to wherever thus. Kids want to talk about what they want to talk about. And if you want your kid to open up, then unfortunately that does mean hearing more about Minecraft and whatever it might be than you might want to talk about. Because again, it's the behavior you're encouraging. We talk sometimes on the show about being an askable parent. You want to show that you're a listening parent too, that you're interested in what they're interested in. And if you're there for Roblox, at least sometimes, at least when you can, then they'll know that they can come to you when they really do need to talk. Another thing I would suggest is that you uh, change up the questions and maybe start simple. If your kid doesn't want to do a rose and a thorn and a bud, then maybe it's too big of an ask for a seven-year-old who's tired after a long day, who doesn't really feel the need to share and who doesn't really want to do it. You could start simple. What was for lunch today? Here's a question that I could always get my kids to answer. Did anyone get in trouble today? Now, if it was them, I probably would not hear about it. But if somebody else got in trouble, I found my kids were most eager to discuss it with me. And of course, it's not how was your day, the best and worst thing that happened to you. It's just something that happened at school. But again, it's getting them talking. It's getting them to light up and start saying things to you, whatever it is. And it occurs to me that that might be why the other kids in the class told their mothers so much more than your son told you about the struggle with the friend. It's a really interesting story to them. It's something that your kid is probably still unpacking. But if the teachers didn't point something out to you, and there was a longer part of this listener's post that I didn't read where she indicated that the teachers didn't really know what was going on either, but the other moms did because the other sons had told them, if it wasn't something the teachers were saying, I think it's okay. I also might move off the dinner table X if this is becoming something where we're getting locked in and he doesn't want to talk at dinner. Maybe he's too tired at dinner. There might be other times. You can try in the car. You can try on the way to school. You can try at breakfast. Try different times. But I would take, I think, some of the rules and structure off of it and make it all a little more lighthearted because I think that that in the end will yield greater results. Finally, I think I would say that some kids just have a lower set point for this, and they maybe always will. I have one kid who always shared less at the dinner table than their siblings. And again, I had to let go of my expectations of my needs. I need to unpack my day. I need to process things with whoever will listen. This child is just not that way. And if it's not something they need and they derive not contentment from it, but further pressure then that's not what you need at all. I would vary the ask. I would simplify the ask. I would do it in different places. I would not force it. And most importantly, I'd let my kid talk about what he does want to talk about. Encourage that behavior little by little. And then someday, I do believe that he is going to trust you with the things that he needs you most to hear. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know 
while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now Blair and Molly are back with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks. <laughs> 